Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we all? Very well, very well. 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 So lovely. Yes. Good to see you both. And you, we've had a little bit of a gap. So, um, so Swanee, what have you been up to? (laughs) (laughs) Since last we spoke, uh, not much. Tennis mum. Not much, darling. I've just been being a mum again. Back to school, back to term time. Has been travelling, so uh, it's been been quite nice, actually, I have to say. Uh, just me and the kid, just doing our thing, settling back into term. So, yeah, kind cool. of same old, same old. What about you guys? I know someone's been somewhere nice doing something interesting, clerking. Where have you been? <laughs> Who could it be? I've um, seen photos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yesterday we went down to Melbourne and celebrated my mum's 80th birthday, um, albeit a month late. Uh, you know, COVID kind of backed everyone's social calendars up a little bit. So um we went down there and had a wonderful day uh, with family and friends and good food and all that sort of stuff. It was really, really nice. And uh, Have you seen the photo, Schmitty? I have, yes. Hmm. Bron looked wonderful. Oh, looked like I was going to say, I, she's very chic. She, she is. is very she's chic. a tidy she, little number. Oh, yep. she is a tidy little. Oh, and goodness. she knew her colour palette. Well, when she when she presented herself, I was like, Hello. She, she looked really good. beautiful. Very striking. Did you like she, that? She may have a remarkable uh, son and son-in-law who bought her the pashmina scarf she was wearing. Ah, there well, there you go. you go. It was so beautiful. Mm, Isn't it interesting? Sometimes something like that, it's like with my mum, you can, sometimes she puts something on and I think, mm, whatever. And then sometimes I put a certain colour on her and I think, my God, you look amazing. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it's the silver and the grace of the hair that lifts all these other different colours. And I think, oh, yeah. wow, I really like that. There's some really good-looking grannies, frankly, these days. It's, it's not like when we were younger that everybody looked like a granny when they were about. I don't know, we kind of got that daggy era. I know that's really awful, but if we had have been born eras before, people were much better dressed, you know, they were well put together. Mm. Yeah. But mm. we, started, we were sort of the beginning of when grandparents that were a little bit more casually dressed. Yeah. Or, so, well, not grandparents, but maybe our own parents. Oh, God, I'm waffling. Do you know what no, I'm trying to right. say? it's all right. I mean, you're making me think about my father, God rest his soul, who went around in a pair of hard yakka shorts always. Every day. <laughs> always. Every, Every and a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and a pair of slippers. So, yeah. yes, I understand yeah, what you mean about Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless was that you had whole to era. up. Because yeah. they didn't have to. And that, then that yeah. casual nature came in. And now we've sort of gone through that. And now older people still dress relatively young so you know when your mum's got a pair of you know trainers on with a pair of jeans and a shirt it's just that it's cut for her dimensions as opposed to younger person they look great yeah it's really cool well i got out of the house yesterday what did you do what did you do my sister very kindly gave tony for christmas a voucher for a company which we don't sponsor us but should it's called (laughs) amazingme.co or something like that or amazing me amazing something Anyway, um, they'll love that a... promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Amazing. Yeah, something anyway. or other. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something. Well, anyway, they don't sponsor us, so they should. I'll get the name right when they do. <laughs> Basically, you pay for a voucher, and they have pre-organised with a whole bunch of shops and and cafes and stuff that you go around and you do a mystery picnic. So this picnic was up in um, Macedon Ranges, and we started at Trentham. I did add a little spot, a stop to the itinerary for my sister and brother-in-law, which is the Animus Gin Distillery. Uh, nice. So if you're unaware of Animus Gin, it is absolutely glorious. They have six different botanical varieties at the moment, although a couple were sold out, but we got a flight. So we had three little gins to try with different tonics and little garnishes and sat there, Kate and I, Dave, Dave didn't because he was the driver, but he watched us as we enjoyed the three quite different flavoured gins. So a bit like a wine tasting, a legend tasting. And I took us to the wrong winery to get our wine because that was a little embarrassing. Thank you, Mount Masson and Wineries, for being so polite when this strange woman walked in and said, I'm on a mystery picnic. And she looked at me like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Good for you. No, I, no, you're on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hmm. 
oh, I think I might be in the wrong place. Hang on. I pulled out a piece of paper and checked it. Went, oh, yep, meant to be at Hanging Rock Winery. Sorry. Bye. Brilliant. And I, off we went back there. We were meant to go to Hanging Rock to have our picnic there. And they were closed because it was 4.30. And so we went to another local park. And so about 10 to 5. Just a park pic- and a park bench. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we, put our, we put our picnic blanket down because I'd brought all of the accoutrement for picnicking. And we had our chairs and everything. And I think we spent about 20 minutes just eating some food and freezing and then said, okay, time to go home. We came home, but it was really, really lovely and a good day was enjoyed by all. So that was my big outing. Did Tony enjoy it? Tony <laughs> is in the UK having I know. his own <laughs> fabulous time. And I actually booked this before he booked his tickets. And oh, I told right. him what okay. the date was and he still booked his tickets anyway and went, oh, well, too bad. So I went, oh, well, too bad. And uh, we went on it. But I, it was lovely. It was, I kind of thought I'll try it out and if it's good, I might buy another voucher and he and I can do it again in the warmer months, yeah. I have to say, you and your sister look very happy. You we did. Had a great time. You looked really Sweet. good. They were gorgeous photos. I really like them. I was going to say, maybe Tony decided that uh, given that you and Kate were going to go and do this, he should have an excuse <laughs> so he doesn't have to join you. And that was the only one that he thought, I'm a definite out if I go overseas. Yeah, probably. I don't know. So that's me. So what are we drinking? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, so we drove home from Melbourne today and there's a winery on the Hume Highway that we always drive past and always say hi to it but never drop into. So today we decided we'd drop in. It's called Fowls. Um, it's at Avenal, which is, you know, mm-hmm. hour and a bit out of Melbourne. And so we did a little tasting and we bought a Stone Dwellers 2020 Rosé. Pleasingly, we've got it home and it, it actually tastes quite delicious, doesn't it? It is. Yeah. Mm, it's lovely. That is pleasing. So indeed. that's what we're having. How about that's you? What about you? I'm a fresh off kids sport, so I'm having a little cheeky DC. But the important thing is, I'm nearly finished with that. I don't have to drive anywhere this afternoon. I don't have to take anyone to sport or school. So I'm going to crack open one of uh, the fin- one of the drinks Schmidty gifted me. I'm going to start with a Brookvale Union ginger ale, uh, mm. ginger beer. Sorry alcoholic so is this the high alcohol one what's the percentage on it no that's this i'm going to follow that that that's for later in the episode i've got that one that's the scary one brilliant it is double the alcohol i think this one it's a bigger can but it is it is much stronger i think our listeners should brace themselves because we haven't really had many episodes where you drink and uh, not at all what you need to brace yourself for is what i'm concerned about i think it's gonna make me burp (laughs) i think it's become a rob swan rough old bird will be (laughs) out in (laughs) in force let it rip yeah Yeah. anyway so that's where i'm headed what about you schmidt are you doing some gin uh well that's a complete reversal of fortune i am drinking just soda water today uh, so what? I may have a drink later, but I'm not quite ready today. Was uh, yesterday just, that Did big? you and your sister kick no, on? No, it wasn't no. that big at all. No, no. We had the flight, which would have been the equivalent of probably two or three gins, which in a short period of time is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we did get a bottle of red, of which we had a couple in the picnic. But, yeah, no, I was just over it. It was just done. I, I will have something, I think, at some point. But right now, I know completely out of character, I just... I'm going for the non-alcoholic. It looks like you, Schmitty. It sounds like you, but <laughs> clearly know. it's not you. Not. I know. <laughs> no. It's a bit odd, but there yeah. you go. Carla, I think it's just you and I today. All well, right, then. See, Never mind. You'll see how far I get. And uh, we are uh, recording two back-to-back episodes, so uh, maybe in the second one I might hit it, but we'll see how we go. All right, so who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarkie. And together we are... Trial by wine. Wonderful. Yes, we are. Cool, cool. All right. So I have uh, a series of stories for us today, so (gasps) I shall get into those. Good. I think the last one I did was a fan recommendation. This is another fan recommendation. Wow. So this, yeah, so the reason I'm doing three is because. Is the same fan? No, this is Brownie. So thank you, Brownie, for inspiring this story. Is Brownie sweet and moist and delicious? Oh, uh, she is. Yes, she is. Excellent. Yes. Oh, I'd have to think about that for a moment. A little bit crusty on the outside. I'd never gooey call on the inside. Crusty. Oh, she's very gooey on the inside, yes. <laughs> So Brownie sent me this actually quite some time ago and it's a bit of a short story and so I, you know, 
unlike our cannibal one where I was able to find a lot more information about it there really isn't much more about this one I did find a follow-up which I've added to it but it's so it's not super big and so I've got a couple in a theme so today I'm doing a, a more of a theme than a single story it came from the dailymail.co.uk and also the sun.co.uk my sense of all new stories yeah. And um, the headline is Woman 20 is jailed for 34 weeks after faking her own kidnap in a bid to con her ex-boyfriend out of £2,000 so she could buy Christmas presents for her family. Really? So it's not even a big stake. Yeah. Well, £2,000 is quite a lot of money. Is it though? And Maybe I when get... you're 20 it is. but Yeah, exactly. And I think... Uh, what is the exchange the... rate currently? Do you know, Schmitty? Oh, I think high 50s. One and a half. One, I'm going to have to look that probably up. Probably one and a half is... to one point seven or something. So it's probably close to three thousand dollars. I think it's like fifty six p to the dollar or fifty eight p, isn't it? Am I right? Are you looking at I'm not Tony, <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. I'm just thinking. I haven't even given it any thought. I just remember before I went to live in London, people used to talk about the time when the Australian dollar was so strong that if you earned you know, one pound, it was equivalent of three Australian dollars. Remember mm-hmm. that the pound story? was really strong. Yeah. Yeah. I was there when that was true. Yeah, I borrowed my, 500 my pound first... off my sister and had to pay back $1,500 when I got home. Yeah, three and a half thousand dollars yeah. is 2,000 pounds. A woman who faked her own kidnapping in a bid to con her ex-boyfriend and have 2,000 pounds so she could buy Chrissy presents had to spend jail for 34 weeks. Leah Jumeau, 20, of Blackpool, Lancashire, sent pictures of herself bound and gagged next to a gun to her partner in October 2020, a court heard. Jamot and her victim had met online in 2018 and visited each other at their homes before the man began receiving messages purportedly from her ex-boyfriend, Paddy, in September 2020. While away on holiday in France, the man received a disturbing WhatsApp message from Paddy, which contained a photograph showing Jumeau lying on the floor bound and gagged. Further threatening messages contained demands for money, initially £2,000, but later reduced to £1,000. <laughs> I have a feeling you want to come out with it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know I know. I'll I give you off your discount. Yeah, I know I said that she was worth 2000 but it's okay. Go grand will do. All right, how much will you give? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just make me an offer, Um, or nearest offer. Should have said two thousand pounds. Oh no. (laughs) Anyway, uh, some of these um, messages were accompanied by photographs of what looked like a rifle. Of what looks like a rifle. It looked like a rifle. Could have been one. Could have been a toy. Could have been a stick. Could have been anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Her bizarre plot failed when the matter was reported to the police, and she was forced to admit her lies. In an interview with police, she confessed making the whole thing up because she wanted the money for Christmas presents. Jamot appeared before Blackpool Magistrates Court in September, charged with blackmail and fraud by false representation. She was bailed ahead of a trial at Preston Crown Court but pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of fraud on Friday at this time, whenever this was written, and she was sentenced to 34 weeks in a young offenders institution. And I tried to do the math, but um, that's six, seven months. Anyway, she's subsequently been released following an appeal and the appeal judge noted, in one sense, the photograph is quite disturbing. However, the disturbing nature is somewhat undermined by the crude application of red felt tip pen (laughs) purporting to be blood, which obviously it wasn't. for God's sakes. (laughs) Amateur. (laughs) Lord Justice William Davis stated that Jumeau was a vulnerable young woman who had been suffering with mental health issues and should never have been locked up in the first place. Mm. A psychiatrist who assessed her told the Court of Appeal that she suffered from a disorder involving emotional instability, which would have affected her decision-making at the time of the offence. We're quite satisfied that the sentence imposed was manifestly excessive and wrong in principle. I just want you to remember manifestly excessive because it comes up in a later story. Said Lord Justice Davis, she was... She was and is a vulnerable young woman. She was only 19 at the time of the offence. The judge said he took her age and vulnerability into account, but if he did so, then he failed to do oh, the appropriate and necessary extent. So this is the appeals court uh, right. judge saying the original judge may have taken that into account, but he still, as far as he was concerned, sent her to jail for too long. And In fact, he didn't even think she should have been jailed for the offence. So just um, is she vulnerable because she can't commit crimes properly? 
and so she's always <laughs> going to get caught because no one's taken advantage of her. No one's done anything. She did it herself. You're right. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no one said you have to do this. But if she wasn't well, vulnerable, she wouldn't have got caught because she would have been a little bit better at better at it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, or she at least uh, would have got some money out of it. Well, yeah, she didn't even get a grand. She's and vulnerable and cheap. <laughs> that's because she didn't get what she wanted in the first she place. Did. She's not great negotiating. Yeah, yeah. I think right. she may be. Maybe she, she has to do some. She has to do some business skills. That's, that's right. Yeah. 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 Sales one hundred and one. Yeah, well, yeah. Need a win-win yeah. outcome for, for that ransom note. Mark her down, move her on. Then maybe she could do like a you know a little tutorial on promos and you know different you know bog off and then she can get Dis- <laughs> discounting discounts. Yeah, yeah. discounting. <laughs> But I think she also needs to do a bit of work on just being a product marketer because she clearly thought that the product uh, was more worth more to the yeah, consumer than it actually was. Yeah, there's a lot of value was. judgment going on, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. There were substantial mitigating factors. Her good character, her age and mental health, her caring responsibilities for her child, her early admissions to police and the substantial delay in criminal proceedings getting underway. Can, can I ask how many Christmas presents she was going to buy? Were they just for her child? No, I think it was for the whole family. Yeah, good. I don't think if it was just for a child, that would be a lot of money. Greedy, for yeah. A if it's for a lot of you know, money, she, you know what? Actually, would be a great ad campaign for those um, those sort of layaway, payaway. I'm not sure what you call yeah, those schemes. Yeah, start where you start paying. It's called Park, I think, in the UK. Is that right, Schmidt? Or Afterpay? Where you contribute after pay each. Here. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But there's actually oh, layaway. Yeah, like layaway. No, no. There's a there's a there's a booklet oh, that comes with like it. Like a Christmas and a, club and you say Christmas club, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Anyway, they say park, Pucks, I think what I call it. And they start yeah. saying, you know, you only put in, you know, twenty pounds a week, whatever else. You start, you know, January for the whole year. And then at the end of the year you get a massive Christmas. She needs to be told about that and then she wouldn't have to pretend that she'd kidnapped herself, she's just a little there's something contribution like that here. scheme. Yeah, I think yeah. there's one here. Yeah, yeah. Crisco. Is it Crisco? Oh, Crisco. Yeah. No, Crisco oh, gives you a hamper. That's a hamper scheme, hamper. not yeah, a cash. Get a big, but you can also you get have um, but they've changed yeah. it. I think they've gone to, to, to toys and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what she needs. She was in custody for three and a half weeks, and in the judges, the appeal judges' view, the proper course for us to now to take is to quash the sentence of detention and impose in its place a community order for two years. So she doesn't completely get off. What? But she has to. What's do the community order? Service. Like what? Community service. Like you know, go, go around and tell her story? Don't, probably clean. Don't be an idiot like me. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> but I think you've got to go and show up and, like, you know, clean. Dust. Public toilets or whatever. Stuff. You've got to do stuff, yeah, yeah, or yeah. gardening or whatever. And so she was freed the day that this appeals case happened. So she'd been in jail for about three and a half weeks, got appealed, and then she got out. And that's pretty much the story. As I said, short and sweet. I think the bit that was amusing about it was that she'd photographed herself. I was impressed by that because I was trying to take selfies with Kate yesterday. You know, it's all about the angle of the arm and all the rest of it. So bound and gagged, did she have a selfie stick? Did she have to set it up Mm. on timer and then run and quickly put a gag on and pretend that she was bound? Like I was just, I had this idea about the comedy of how she was even setting that up in the first place. Someone's pouring a drink. Oh, I was trying to do it quietly. Were you really? Yeah, I was. <laughs> That's all right. I, yeah, I, I usually just cut those sounds I'll out leave it in. when, when they come through. It's rare that Swanee Sometimes does that. I do. Sometimes I've got it in my trial by wine. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's it. There we That's go. a big glass. Isn't it? Like, it is. I'm thinking with this, because they're all on a similar theme, you might want to hang on to sentencing for the end. Is that okay. all right? Sure. Yep. All right, so now this one is so shameful, I could hardly believe it. <laughs> That's saying something given that what we talk about from week to week. Well, yeah, this is bad. So from ABC News Australia, I got this one. It was also reported on sbs.com and the sun, uh, sorry, com.au and the sun.co.uk. Uh, but I've taken the following from the law project as it was plenty of detail and had done the work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for it? Yeah. Scammer blackmailed parents of dying baby. What? Mm-hmm. Shameful. This is Escalade because that first one was quite tame. This is going to be nasty, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing bookends, okay. top and tailing. Right. So Jay and Deanne Windross were parents of their 11-month-old daughter, Amia, Am- Amia? Amia, maybe. Amia, sounds right. Yeah. Amia was in hospital dying from a neurological disease which caused her to have an ineffective swallow reflux. She required a stomach tube so she could receive nutrients. 
She had virtually no body tone, couldn't raise her head, suffered great physical discomfort, thrashing about constantly and could sleep for only 15 minutes maximum at a time and only while being held by one of her parents. So as you could imagine, that would have been extremely tough on the family. Deanne used her phone as the main way to take photos and collect memories of her daughter. However, she didn't back up her phone on the cloud, a bit like me, and this meant that if she lost her phone, all those photos would be gone. Mm-hmm. One day, Jane, Dean, Deanne were at the Chadston shopping, shopping centre. Chadston shopping centre. Let's call it Chaddy. <laughs> One day, isn't that the biggest shopping centre in the southern hemisphere? It's pretty big. Yeah. 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 One day, Jay and Deanne were at Chaddy, and Deanne went to the bathroom, taking her Samsung phone with her. She placed her phone on the toilet roll holder and accidentally left the bathroom with her phone still on the holder. Is that a thing? Yeah, I did it once, not with a phone. I had my purse. I put my purse there, and I was actually in America. I was in and you left it there, Vegas, accidentally. Yeah, <gasps> and I walked. You, I left you I... have so much in common with everyone we talk about. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I'm a normal person. Yeah, but I, I walked out, and I walked maybe a couple of minutes walk because it was another massive shopping center, and then I realised. I was like, oh, my God, and I raced back because, of course, I'm in America. It's got my credit card. It's got everything in it apart from my passport. And I get there, and just as I got into the toilets, a woman came out holding my purse, and I said, sorry, that's mine. And she's like, oh, okay. And she sort of looked at me as if to say, am I going to argue with you? And I was like, that's mine. And she's like, okay, and handed it over. So no, no harm, no foul, but I can see exactly how that would happen. Whereas I was going to say, how on earth does that happen? But there you go. But this is also uh, contextually a few days before their daughter died. So their daughter is in hospital at this point in time. So we've yeah, yeah. got to assume that there's a lot of stress going on. Yeah. Right on her mind. Schmidt, yeah. just um, where do you put your shop. purse now when you go to the toilet? In the same spot? Yeah, you know, they're big, the toilet roll holders. It's not like a little one with... Yeah, and I just wondered whether you put it on your feet or something so that you didn't have the same issue. There's a sliding scale. If you've got your purse sort of in a handbag, you look for a hook that's on the back of the yes, door. Yes, that's right. That's yes. your starting point. And then you and work actually, down, you're right. You work mm. down from there. And, some, and again, depending on where you are in a public toilet, the condition of the toilet, the condition of the floor, the condition of everything, right. there are that's a right. number of variables that right. will depend that where it to be is taken the cleanest, driest, whatever. Is there like you a start tick from the box? top down. Is, she, no, you do. Is there She's an right. app on your phone where you go, I tick all these things and then therefore I should put it here? Life an example would be, I was at the beach ladies. the other day mm. and to go, and I had had bathers on at the beach and I wanted to go and have lunch with my kids and it wasn't like a change room and I had to go into a toilet. You know, all beachside toilets have the floors full of sand and wet, whatever else. Yeah. So I had this, well, I was, like, I was lucky there was a, a, so I had my bag hung up somewhere, but then I had to hold everything because you don't want them to touch anything. Yeah, so you yeah. don't want the ground, you don't want your shoes to touch your new undies and while you're taking your bathers. It was all this kind of, nothing can touch anything. It's sort of, yeah, God. it's not pleasant being Thank like, God yeah. for urinals. Yeah, yeah I think, well, I think they are mm. pretty disgusting also, having had to clean the one at Kitan a few times. Yeah, but you but, don't um, have to touch them. You just walk in. Sure you don't have to hang a handbag above it. That's really oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> that would be Then and you guys this... would be in real trouble. Yeah, I'm not putting my yeah. phone, balancing oh, that I suppose on the you just keep, You just swing your bag around, wouldn't you, actually, and be one hand. You're fine. You wouldn't need yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, they do need one hand. Yeah, you need one hand. Just move your handbag around down the way. Have a shake and then away you go. Off you go. I'm struggling to get it back in with one hand. Oh, no, is that wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I didn't have a handbag. I wasn't a handbag user in those days. I now am. So you're right, uh, Swanee, exactly as you described, I'd go yeah. to the hook on the back of the door yeah. first. Anyway. But I need to interject. If you had a clutch and you were out, like, you know, when you don't have a handbag God. out, like, and you're out on a night out, you might have, like, a bag that doesn't have a handle because you do that a lot of a night of an evening, like an evening-style bag doesn't necessarily have a handle, then that's right. You would try and find a flat surface that... Preferably wasn't the top of the toilet. Yeah. You, yeah, look, I'm going to preferably wasn't the bottom of the toilet. I don't know if I'm about to toilet. out myself as a really repulsive person or not, All but right. it depends do it, on do the it, state do it, of do it, the do sanitary it. napkin bin. Yeah, yeah. So if it's not over... Oh, no, no, that's... <gasps> that's oh! oh! No <laughs> way. Is, la, 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 la
No, no. No, like it looks like it's been empty. You better edit that Recently. out. No. Yeah. No? You're going to no. get a rep. It's a no. Jeez. That's a, that's that's, a very oh big no. No, no. That's when you're holding it on yourself and you just... You tuck it under your arm. That's like putting your phone in the urinal next to the one you're using whilst you have a wee. All like, we've discovered is there are different gross. standards. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> that's true. It's not like I go around licking my handbag after. Well, and you're not, and <laughs> no. you're, you're not dead yet, so it's... Not working too badly. Exactly, it hasn't killed me. And you haven't. Like, I haven't even had COVID. COVID. That's, right. oh, that's why. That's why you have such a robust, yes. <laughs> robust, robust um, immunity. immunity. Yeah, yeah. Because you go. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a chance here. It, I'm gonna put on top of that and see if yeah, I get exactly. you. Okay. I'd like to tell you some of the toilets I've got to the toilet in. What? <laughs> so oh. disgusting across the planet. They're oh, so I agree. Bad. I reckon yeah, COVID's yeah. got in your system about six times, and every time just gone fucking hell. I'm out of here. I'm not up for that. It looks at me I'm and no says, I'm not taking my chances. That's no right. Match. No I'm match. Be, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, like me, soon after, she realised that she'd left her phone in the bathroom and ran back to find it. However, it was gone. She called out to passers-by in the hopes that whoever picked up the phone would hear her and, and uh, give it back, but it didn't happen. She went to the Telstra and Samsung, Telstra and Samsung stores to see if the phone could be tracked. And she also went to the Chadston Centre Management to see if the phone had been handed in. She called the phone a total of 105 times oh. in the hope that the person who took it would answer, and unfortunately no one did and she didn't recover it. So Jay posted on his Facebook page their situation and offered a cash reward for whoever returned the phone. His post was picked up by a number of media outlets who widely publicised the appeal to locate the phone. And now enter bitch face. Yeah. Otherwise known as... Knew it was going to be. I knew her name would be something like that. Gina Hardface, bitch. <laughs> well, her heart, her name is actually quite hard to say. So maybe I'll. Just does stick she with have a face. pretty name? No, <laughs> she has a Malaysian. I think she's Malaysian. Oh. Malaysian name. So City uh, Limits. Nurhidaya Kamal. Indian City. No. Uh, well, I'm pretty Could sure be. she's Malaysian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The defendant. She became aware of Jay and Dean's situation. She didn't have their phone. Well, that was what I was going to ask. We had to assume the person who took it was a woman, unless it was a male cleaner, right? And there'd normally be only ladies in the ladies' toilets. It was a woman, yeah. Okay. But she didn't take it. She wasn't there. Okay. She decided to message Jay anyway, claiming that she did. Oh. Yeah. Throughout the following conversation, City did not have the phone at any point in time, but the no. Windrosses thought that she did. After City reached out to Jay, he described that he was filled with hope. He wrote in response, please put it in my letterbox. I'll get my neighbour to check it's there and I'll transfer you $1,000. That <gasps> What? To wherever you want it. Oh, sorry. No, I'll transfer you the money because he said I'll pay for it. And then she said, give me $1,000. And if the money's not transferred, she won't give the phone to Jay. Jay said, my baby is in her last minutes. I would have called Can we discuss this yeah. tomorrow? She's about to leave us. Yeah. A few hours later, City asked Jay how the money would be transferred. Jay wrote, I don't know yet. I can't think at the moment. My baby's going to isn't going to last out the night. What do you suggest? City responded with, please transfer me the money. I will return the phone to you or maybe I'll just sell it. I hope you can help me. You may help me today. God, may you help me. She's a mole. She's a bitch face. M-O-W-L. She might be one of the least, my least favourite people we've ever had. I reckon, yeah, I'm, I'm she there with you. She does it. It's really give shameful. Up. Yeah, it's shameful. Is, yeah. You know, and people have been other she's situations. She's just, oh, God, she's disgusting. Having been a person who took a few selfies yesterday, I shouldn't really say this, but all of the photos of her, uh, she's quite attractive and she's young and she's got the no photos way. of her looking beautiful. Oh, God. I just, honestly thought you were going to say she was some, like, crazy old lady, like, you know. Middle aged, no, she's just so. an opportunist. Jesus, no, she's worse than an opportunist. True. The next morning, Amia passed away while being oh, held in her no. parents' arms. That same morning, City sent Jay a message saying, Please, I'm begging you, I don't want to sell and erase all of your memory, and I promise you, I'm an honest person. Oh, and please, I'm begging you, give me money. <sighs> like, uh... Jay responded with, Please don't erase anything. Our baby passed away in our arms early this morning. You have our memories of her. Please just let us have some rest and then we'll organise something, I promise. Even after City learned of Amiya's death, she continued to berate. Uh, uh, berate? Ber uh, berate? Berate? 
No. No, it's a, it's a word I've never heard, so I don't think it's right. Hassel, Jay for money, and sent him a screenshot of her bank details. Jay wrote, I'm going to do it, but I need to know you have the phone and you're not just trying to get money out of me. Good on Jay you, Jay. Also, yeah, exactly. Jay also suggested a few ways to exchange the phone as he was in hospital with his recently dead daughter. Later, City responded with, are you going to deposit or not? In total, 160 messages were exchanged between Jay and City in 24 hours. Can you imagine it? No. Can you imagine that you have just lost your daughter? He must have been somewhat suspicious. Jesus, she's just a... It sounds like She's so aggressive, yeah. It was, but also... I'm not saying it was in the right state. Yeah, they would have been bereft yeah, and just they would have been, yeah, trying just, to deal with a million and one things. I know, I'm exactly. not trying to sound, say anything, but this woman's playing a certain... You know, she's playing hard. I'm sure he was suspicious, but on the off chance she did have it, I'm not going to let it go. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you're right. I'm not suggesting otherwise, yeah. Jay and Dean were traumatised by City's behaviour and reported her to the police. Two days later, City was arrested and charged with blackmail. In the court judgment, Judge Gaynor wrote that she found City's behaviour so reprehensible as to be amoral. I regard the objective... So reprehensible as to be amoral is... is... That's what she said. I hope she got a life. Amoral doesn't sound very bad. Like in the, you know, there's lots of things that are amoral, but... No, yeah, I know. It's so reprehensible, she's... Oh, it's You're worse a disgusting than, human it's worse being. Than Does a moral mean without morals? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's fair, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but I, I think mean, some... if you if you really use it in the true sense, and you know, you have no morals. That's I know you think it's light, but if it's about as bad as things get, really, isn't it? If you just have no, yeah, it just doesn't know. sound bad. I enough. just think she's evil. <laughs> Greedy. I don't know they're allowed to say that. <laughs> you're they're not allowed to say you're evil and greedy. greedy. Yeah. Well, I don't That's, know. I have heard oh, that. Yeah, maybe. For, for um, like serial killers and that. Yeah, yeah. There are lots of words. Lacking to empathy. That's that's evil. She went on to say, I regard the objective gravity of this offending and her moral culpability to be of the highest order. That's better. Yeah, that's yeah. better. Her moral pleaded, culpability to be of yeah. the highest order. I like that. Feral bitch. Did you tell us when this was? Quite recent, it's yeah. 2021. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, this, sorry, this story, oh, really? this story, no, it's been a long 2020, but it, no, oh, right. it's, yeah, it's right. only about four, three, four years old yet. Okay, so City pleaded guilty to blackmail, sentenced to three years imprisonment. The Windrosses never found the phone. Oh, in later developments, City appealed to the sentence with her defense, saying it was here we go, years. manifestly excessive. What, yep. In, a, in written submissions filed to the court, Kamal's lawyer, Rahim... Kamal's lawyer? That's her last name. Oh. Yes. Oh, I was thinking of Kamal, a yeah. celebrity. My Why God. are people so unkind? What's he got to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> Why is City so unkind? That's yeah, that's, that's right. True. Yes. So her lawyer, Rahman de Cresta, said Judge Liz Gaynor placed too much weight on denunciation and just punishment. The likelihood that the judge was overwhelmed by the nature of the offence, giving too much weight to the aggravating features and giving too little weight to the facts in mitigation is irresistible, he said in court documents. I'm not even sure what he's saying yeah. here apart from you paid too much attention to how terrible she was and you didn't think yeah. about all the things that mitigated it of no, which there were I none. Think he, isn't he saying you were more concerned with the fact that these people were in such a terrible state that... It was more that, that, that you were oh, worried yeah, about those kind of things so that you were yeah. swayed by the bigger yeah, yeah. emotions involved yeah, with someone yeah. losing their child and yeah, having so to deal with this, just this silly girl who just, yeah, 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 this silly girl who just happened to do the wrong thing. It was just a bit of a coincidence the kids were dying, the kid was dying. Yeah, bullshit. But anyway, yeah, mm. I think that's what the angle they were going for. Whilst it is true the offending was persistent, the victim was vulnerable and the victim high impact. It lacked many other aggravating features, he said. Kamal desisted prior to the victim going to the police and prior to receiving any money. Oh, okay. So she gave up on getting money and she stopped hassling them and so therefore it's fine. Well, they went to the police, yeah. Yeah. But Crown Prosecutor, so this is to do with the the um, appeal, Crown Prosecutor Justin Lewis said Judge Gaynor's description of the crime as a moral was entirely justified. Woo! The sentence imposed in this case was well within the range of sentences available, he said. So in February 2021, the Court of Appeal dismissed the challenge, ruling Kamal's crime was reprehensible, opportunistic and callous. There's that word for you, Paul. Mm -hmm. And found that Judge Gaynor was not distracted and was right to assess the offender's culpability as high. The fact that the judge described the offending as amoral does not point to any error. Chief Justice Anne Ferguson and Justice Stephen McLeish wrote, they found the sentence in this case, while stern, was within the available range. 
And now Kamal will be eligible for parole in April, so this is 2020, and is to be deported to her native Malaysia when released. Piss off, Mole. Catch yep, you. exactly. I'll be honest. Have I looked at the photos? I think that is absolutely spot on. Yeah. Piss off, Mole. Yeah, she's just a, <laughs> she's just a, she's a bad egg. Yeah, she is. She's not a good girl at she's all. She's a bad girl. She's flat yeah. heart. Yeah. Mean girl. Yeah. And now for my third and final titbit on blackmail. <laughs> yes. He said tit. A woman. <laughs> tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> A woman blackmailed a man by pretending to be her jealous ex-boyfriend and threatening the victim with violence. So a little bit like the first one in that there's another woman who's saying she's someone else, uh, but we're a little bit different. So Lucy Battle, oh, sorry, um, and this is from somewhere in the UK, probably The Sun, The Daily Mail, I'm not sure, sorry. It's one of those. Lucy Battle forced the petrified victim into handing over 970 pounds, random, after meeting him on a night out and then contacting him on Facebook. Battle sent messages to the young man pretending to be a violent former partner and made demands for money. Leeds Crown Court heard Battle also recruited a former school friend, Cheyenne, yes, it's pretty spelling, Norris, <laughs> to help her carry out the vile offence. Jade Edwards, prosecuting, said the victim first met Battle on a night out with friends in Leeds City Centre in July 2019. They later became friends on Facebook and began exchanging messages in October of that year. Ms Edwards said Battle told the victim that she had no money to pay for electricity and so he transferred some money to her because he's just a nice young man. The following month, Battle contacted him from a different Facebook account. She said she deactivated her old account as she didn't want her ex-boyfriend to see their messages. Battle told him that her former partner had assaulted her and kicked her down, kicked down her door, sorry, not kicked her down the door. The prosecutor said the victim then blocked Battle as he didn't want any trouble. Good boy. Clever. On December 23, he received a series of text messages from an unknown number. One message read, it's not too hard to find your address. The victim asked who the messages were from and he was informed they were from Battle's ex-partner. Another message read, Don't act stupid. I've seen everything on Lucy's Facebook. I've seen it all and I'm going to come for you. The court heard the victim was petrified, as you would be. A further message read, I have already smashed Lucy up. I'm not messing around being made a fool of. Another message was sent saying, Give me some dough. <laughs> Give me some dough so I can make some you can bread. Make bread. <laughs> <laughs> The victim agreed to pay £200 and was told to transfer the money into Battle's bank account. More demands for money continued over the Christmas period. The victim was sent screenshots of his Facebook messages to Battle as pressure was put on him to transfer money. On December 28, the victim received a WhatsApp message purported to be from Battle's ex-partner claiming that he needed more money for a solicitor as he might be going to jail for assaulting her. Not my problem, mate. Mm. The victim transferred a further £150. What? That's a cheap meeting. It's probably all he's got. Yeah. You know, I think the kid's about 18 or 19. The court heard how Norris also became involved in the offending. On one occasion, she claimed to be Battle's ex-partner's sister before demanding money. Police, that's Cheyenne, pretty spelling. Police were contacted after the victim told his mother. The messages were traced to Battle and Norris and they were both arrested Battle targeted the victim again after being arrested by sending him an email with PayPal requests for money. <laughs> She's good on the digital shit, though. Mm. <laughs> She's done text, Facebook, WhatsApp, PayPal. The court heard the victim paid a total of £970 through fear. In a statement to the court, he described how he lived in constant fear for months after the offending. Ms Edwards said, everyone's lockdown started on the 20th of March last year, but his started on December 23, 2019. Over the following months, he refused to leave the house other than for work. He suffered sleepless nights and constant anxiety that he was being followed home from work. Sheila Whitehead, mitigating for battle, said her client was ashamed of what she'd done and wanted to apologise. Ms Whitehead said battle was aged 18 at the time of the offending, was abusing drugs and committed the offence to fund her habit. Surprise, surprise. The barrister said battle had turned her life around since being arrested. She's now free of drugs, has become a mother... And is devoted oh. to her baby son. Oh, great. Aubrey Sampson, for Norris, said the defendant has no previous convictions and is also ashamed of what she did. 
Battle was given a 12-month sentence suspended for 12 months. She what? was ordered to do 60 hours of unpaid work and complete 25 rehabilitation activity requirement days. Norris was jailed for six months, suspended for 12 months. How's that work? And told she must do 40 hours of unpaid work. How do you get a suspension that is longer than your sentence? Yeah. I don't understand. Sentencing, recorder Nicholas Lumley QC told Battle, you seized upon the victim and you scared the life out of him. He was a wholly innocent young man. You caused him to hand over his hard-earned money going going back to him and getting more money by pretending to be a vicious, violent male. You preyed upon him and his good nature in a scary and sophisticated way. You told lie upon lie. You then recruited Miss Norris, a school friend of yours. Together you continued to threaten, to frighten and to intimidate this young man. Recorder Lumley told Battle that she deserved to go immediately to prison but agreed to suspend the sentence due to her becoming a mother and transforming, transforming her life. He added, I accept you're a different person altogether to that vile person who preyed upon the victim. Both defendants were made the subject of a restraining order banning them from contacting the victim for 10 years. And that are my three blackmail stories. Yeah, so I just wanted to say before we get to sentencing and uh, talking a little bit more about these stories, one thing that I did discover in my research, when I just looked up, you know, blackmail and people with blackmail, there is a really, really awful trend at the moment of uh, women being raped across the world, this is, and they're rapists filming it and then blackmailing them, saying, you know, I'll, I'll uh, share this on social media, I'll, I'll tell the world about this. What? Um, to the point in some instances where people, victims have committed suicide. So all I want to say is that, you know, apart, you know I'm, that is horrendous, but blackmail in its own right only works if you pay them and if you're frightened of them. Just go to the police. Go to the police. Tell someone else about it, like the kid who told his mother, because it will stop then and these people will be prosecuted. You know, it may feel like the worst thing on earth is having this thing that's happened to you shared. And it also, by the way, it's not just a, a, this this awful rape thing. Uh, photos that are on your phone, uh, you that's know, taking intimate photos of yourself yeah. or you've got uh, things that you don't want shared. If someone is blackmailing you, saying that they've got them and they'll share them, you know, it's not the end of the world if that does happen. It is not worth the the incredible anxiety and stress created by blackmailers. Anyway, that's my little very, very shallow kind of dive into blackmailing. Blackmail. Good stories. Good stories. So what do we think about these people? Aren't they gross? There's some definite... Um, uh, there's some... If there's a blackmail spectrum and, and there's a spectrum of people who are kind of nasty and evil i think we've got some uh people at one end and, and at the other it's not like they're all the same they're all very different i think 100 percent. i think the christmas girl the first one was just ridiculous like she wasn't even very good at it you know opportunistic probably you know they did say she was suffering from mental health issues at the time she was using <laughs> felt tip pen like she just didn't do a very good job so I, I just think she's an idiot. But the, the one with the baby and the, the photos and the phone, yes, I just, it was so awful, yeah. And even this last one of just harassing and intimidating a young man who's done nothing wrong, nothing at all. Like it's not like he attacked her or he did anything to, she just met him. He was just an unfortunate victim who she just met out on a night and thought, right, I'm going to hit you up for all your cash. What What's interesting for me is... Um the sentences for the second crime versus the third. So Kamal got three years and deportation. She didn't actually get any money. I mean, she was, you know, keeping the type of person she is aside, she didn't actually get anything, but she got three years and deportation. The two in the UK got... 970 pounds and suspended sentences so they actually did get money they actually succeeded in their crime but got suspended sentences it's interesting and our look our law our legal system is pretty much based on the legal system of the uk mm. so it's not really about significant judiciary difference i think it's uh, look you know i don't want to sound like the defense lawyer for kamal 
but I do think the fact that um, the circumstances of who she was blackmailing mm-hmm. at that period in their life. I think that's important because she wouldn't have known about that if she hadn't seen them on the news, right? No, no, oh, yeah. Cause she, cause I think she it was on his Facebook. I think she. I th- or whatever it, it was, it would stories, have been yeah. presented as we're in this dire situation. We've had it. It wasn't like we've just had our phones on. She knew no, from the right. outset what she was dealing with. So yeah, no, she right. chose to. Um, um, yeah, she she chose to oh, go she, down yeah, that path. path. Yeah, yeah, she knew what she was doing. But then so did the other one. That's I mean, right, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, both of them, the, the ladies who were just, you know, hitting up Into ex-boyfriends or, or just someone they met on a night out, you know, they've just. There does seem to be a, a tip for, you know, for hot offenders is after you've been caught, Go and get pregnant and have a baby and say you've totally changed and you're a mother now. It's yeah, yeah. Dream. It's like when it's you're. It does all the time. It's like when you're in jail and you say you found God, you get out. Correct. Mm. All of these things. It's like there must be like a textbook with those kinds. Yeah. Of, yeah. Maybe it's an app as well, and you just you know you have tick a baby, these boxes. Find God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so I've got some. I've got three punishments. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting with the first. Girl, Christmas, Christmas. Um, what's it? What does she do? Christmas blackmailer. I just think she needs to go and attend life skills classes for twelve months or something. You know, there's nothing. She just embarrassed herself more than anything else. She probably caused someone a bit of grief and you know annoyance. But really, look at yourself. Just look in the mirror for a little bit and go and get a clue somewhere. And she denigrated all the paddies in the world. Like, why pick the name Paddy as your boyfriend? It doesn't sound very threatening. It doesn't, My boyfriend does Paddy is going to get you. Yeah. Yep. If she yep. was Some... if she was Irish and she said my boyfriend Paddy, you'd go, well, that makes sense. I don't think Jeannot doesn't sound – sounds French. It doesn't – Maybe um... is, like, um, What's her name? Irish. Jeannot. Something Jeannot, uh, well, if I'm saying it right, it's spelled. Yeah. Spelled. Yeah. It's J-U-M-E-A-U-X. That means twins, mm. Jumeau. There, there you go. go. That was lucky. It was one of the seven words in French that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, God, how did you know that? But then I can Monica, tell you how much she has. There's a, there's a story. There is a story. But you do have. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I do have a story that relates to that absolute word. So when I was pregnant with Alexander, my eldest son, the first time I ever went to Saint Tropez, we went to a beach club, and it was called La Plage de Jumeau. I think it was just the the beach of the twins and it was of course some men who owned I think the twins and then several years later I went not knowing that I was sorry was that twin beaches instead of twin peaks (laughs) yes plenty of twin peaks that beach trust me um (laughs) I I actually have photographs of a woman from from this next day that I'm about to tell you a mother smoking a a cigar in a white bikini like she was a tiny little woman she was smoking a cigar, walking around on a beach. I've never seen that anywhere else. But <laughs> it's not nice. Saint-Tropez. But the day, the day that I found out that I was um, pregnant, and again, I didn't know that they were twins, um, I went to this beach club, having not been there for a couple of years, and there's a photograph of me there, not knowing that I, I either that I'm pregnant or that I'm pregnant with twins. Anyway, so that, that's kind of, it's not even that big a story, but it felt very significant at the time. But anyway, there you go. But that's how you know what Jumeau means. Correct. Yes, that's how I know what Jumeau means because it yeah. means, I've got, there's a photo of me with this sign above me, not knowing that I'm pregnant, not knowing I'm pregnant with twins, and here I am at this beach of the twins. And I found out the next day that I was pregnant, but I didn't find out I was It was a twins, sign. It wow. was a sign. Sounds like yeah. it. There you go. Anyway, nice. I choose for it to be one of those like tiny little stories. But yeah, there you go. So that's um, that was my first sentence. The second sentence is for the two um, who actually did get money out of the young guy. And one of the things that they said was that they were smashed up by their ex. Yeah. So I want them to be smashed up. I think that's... <laughs> Well, nice. you know, if, if they're saying that's what's happened, then let's make sure that they're not liars. Um, okay. They might be blackmailers. They might like a bit of extortion, but they're not liars, so let's smash them up. Um, I'm just not sure how I want them to be smashed up, and I, I would like it to be something that is... Like an avo. Smashed like an avo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a that's, meat tenderizer. That's a, 
Yes. Smash That's what I was thinking about with Smash Devo when you said smashed. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Smash it could be something young. like in Roadrunner. You know how Wiley Coyote always used to die in strange kind of ways, but he never died. Yes. He just always got injured. Maybe it's that whole thing of running down a hill with a big boulder chasing you and you fall over and it rolls over the top of you and you end up smashed. Um, Maybe a boulder made of um, pound notes so that it's. Oh, yeah. So there's a bit well. of. Yeah, yeah. That could yeah. work. Or um, a cannon, you know, if they got fired out of a cannon into a cliff face and just got smashed as they hit it, that might work too. At least that could work. At least then sure. not, that would be very effective. Yeah, yeah. Th- then they're not liars, so that's important, I think. Um, and then for what's her face, uh, Kamal, who face. I think got the harshest sentence of all for in terms of actually the the success of the crime it's like she got charged for um intent yeah but if well she would have got it but it's like she yeah, yeah no but she didn't it's like murder versus attempted murder right um yeah she yeah. is an awful awful person i i don't have any time for for her behavior but in terms of the actual crime i think it was probably harsh um that said, going back to the discussion we were having about, you know, leaving things in toilets and where you put your bag and then we got onto the sanitary bin, I, I decided... <laughs> I was going to cut that, that out, but now I've got to yeah, leave it no, in. Yeah, no, no, All leave right. it in because I decided that, you know, um, you, can get, you can get those ball pits and, yeah, as a kid you dive into them. There's all these coloured oh. balls and you jump yeah. in. Like an Ikea. It's like the best fun. disease. Yeah, yep. Ikea used to be like that. Well, what I want is for her to um, run up and jump into a ball pit, but just as she leaves the ground the pit is going to turn into a pit of sanitary napkins and then time is going to slow down. So she's going to go, notice that this diving into a pit of sanitary napkins and then time stops and so she's just going to slow-mo through the air knowing the horror of what's about to happen and then she can just plunge deeply into the pit of sanitary napkins. Obviously used, yeah. Obviously used, yes. Maybe the the spot where all those bins get emptied into and then they get taken away and then they must all end up in some massive big pit. That's what I want her to dive into. I'm hoping they just tip them into a furnace. They might burn them. I think they they burn us. Well, maybe before they burn them, they should use them as a punishment tool. Because it says they all say cleaners do not empty, so they're not intended to be emptied. Yeah, don't touch. No, you're just supposed to store your wallet on top. Yeah, (laughs) save it it for Kamal. (laughs) Nowadays, I might even wipe a bit of uh, dead hole over it afterwards. But anyway. Afterwards? As we, as, as, well, yeah, because I've left it there, so I'll just clean it off after. The sanitary bin or your handbag? No, my handbag. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I was going to say. Why don't you just wipe the sanitary bin first? Job yeah, done. I'm so repulsed by that, but my ass is literally sat on a seat that everyone else has defecated and, and urinated. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's my like sentence. There's germs galore in a public toilet. That, I don't think you can avoid them. That's my sentence anyway. All right, good one. I Over like to that. you. It's given me some food for thought. What about you, Swanee? Uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to get to why these people committed these offences, crimes, and I think it all comes back to money in all three of them. So the first one I do... <laughs> it is blackmail, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's all think? they want. They just want the money. Well, I don't think that there's anything more sinister than that. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. not I reckon for the one in the middle there is. She was just... Yeah. I, but we can't paint too much of a picture because we don't have too much detail True. about you know, the backstory. Or we could True. invent trial by one fact. What we do know is that Christmas potentially had some other issues going on. So yes. I don't want to be too hard on her. I yeah. think she was more of, you know, she was a chancer really. She she got caught. But, I mean, it's more through, you know, I, I don't think it's really stupidity, but she might not have been the, the, the brightest in the bunch. Yeah, and it, she was... Um... She was blackmailing her ex-boyfriend, so for yeah. all we know, there's a bit of you know emotional stupidity stuff. Yeah. Stupidity. So she might be jealous. She might be. She me. might yeah. still love him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Or so I don't know that I really want to. Do. Or, you know. Yeah. So I don't really want to go there. hard on her. I don't really. No. I don't really. Give her a slap on the she, wrist. I'm, yeah, I'm not that bothered. She just, as I think, I think she needs to go and get some life lessons and work out how things really work, so that <laughs> she could have at least negotiated something from 2000 and getting nothing. You know how that might work. So let's just park her city. Uh, she's she really upsets me actually, and I think what I'd like to see for her is I think that she 
is totally motivated by money, didn't care at all when the you know people were pleading with her to say, you know, please just give us a moment. Because even if she'd won the money desperately, if she had played it the right way, she would have had she would have the money. All she had to do was be a little bit more clever and a little bit more subtle. When she was going so hard all patient. the time, yeah. yes, she 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 showed her hand. She was too desperate and it became very apparent that what was going on. But before that, I mean, she had them in the palm of her hand to start with because they were so desperate to get back what they did. So for her, I would like to see someone who is so utterly motivated by money to be in a situation for the rest of her life where she had to pay somebody back and whatever money she ever had access to or earned, she then had to put into a charity fund for whatever it was such a complicated set of circumstances that little girl died from, but that she would have to give a proportion of her money. So she was never able to be comfortable. She was always concerned about where her next dollar was going to come from and really felt what it was like to suffer because she didn't have money. And if she did have it, she had to give it to somebody else. Convoluted, I know. She should do that stuff well. You're very, very good at understanding the motivation and punishing them is that come from parenting is that what your kids get if they do the wrong thing do you go right what what was your motivation and I'm gonna get I don't know I think what I do when I'm punishing I'm a big screamer I'm terrible so no nothing that considered I I get way too you know I I don't think you're terrible I think you mentioned in a previous episode which this bit didn't go to air but apparently that is your skill set just screaming at Mm. people Yes, one of my children has said that to me. That's right. I just scream at people. Yeah, so I would say that I'm quite good at that. So, no, I, I don't seem to be able to bring that through to my own sentencing of my own children. They, I'm just too emotional just screaming at them. But, yeah, she's a piece of work and I want to see her suffer because she obviously would have done anything for that buck. She just wanted it. She wanted the money and didn't care about it. So let's make sure she never has access to enough to be comfortable. It's always a stress for her. And at the same time, she's doing something nice for these, the awful situation these people found themselves in with their dying child. Nice. The last one, oh, I don't know. These just these are people that strike me as they will always be in and around trouble. When you're going to do that kind of stuff and then all of a sudden you're pregnant and then all of a sudden, you know, you're a different person. I don't have enough of a backstory to really know who these people are, so I'm going to paint a terrible picture and just say that, you know, they, they'll always be looking for the next opportunity, shall I say, and I think that they, I don't know how to punish them, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Again, I could do it, I relate it to money. Um, that they actually had to to earn something and pay somebody off because even their community service, all of that kind of stuff, when you say what community service is, it sounds like my life. It sounds like (laughs) cleaning up after other people. And I'm like, that sounds like what I do. When you said exactly what that was, I thought, that sounds like my week. Mm. Oh, they had to do 30 hours of this. I was like, that sounds like what I do. So that's (laughs) no real punishment. Let's have them do something where they actually have to pay back some money to somebody. I want to have to see them earn a dollar and give it away. Mm, nice. Otherwise they're doing stuff. That's That hurts. When you actually have to earn it and give it back, to give it to somebody else and then you don't see any benefit. Can there's someone they give it not to present. not deserve it or should they deserve it a whole lot? What's, uh, what's let's a think better about punishment? They're going to give it to Elon Musk so that it's just, it's just an irrelevance. Uh, fruitless, yes. yeah. Fruitless, yeah. I don't even care. So for them, there's no upside. They can't. That's a good point, actually. I would hate for them to think that they were helping somebody else. Yeah, that yeah. would then give them some feeling that they'd done the right thing. No, they don't even know where the money goes. It, it might go to someone' well-being, but let's say that they don't. Just know. disappears. They just got to do it. You just got to work and give your money away. Some people would call that tax, but you know. Yeah. Let's, let's, sounds like, let's see what it sounds like my life. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> that's yeah. That's it. Like yeah. So that's that's my punishments. I think that it was sort of. Just trying to bring it back to these people who were, in the latter two cases, yeah. just motivated by getting getting money quickly, didn't care how it affected somebody else's life at all. So let's flip it and make them hurt. Nice. Well done. Mm, okay. Right. Well, I, for the first one, I'm, and probably the last two actually, so the, the top and tails, the bookends, I think I've got to send them on their community service to Trial by Wine World. Yeah. And we have public toilets for Trial by Wine World. And, you know, we've all, I'm sure, experienced when you go, especially as females, when you go into a cubicle and someone's decided for no apparent reason to paint the sides of the cubicle walls with their own feces. Um, <laughs> and there's a great deal of overflowing what is that? sanitary napkin bins that have just got 
all sorts of things that you can't even imagine all over them. I think they're punishing the view of the listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think it's certainly I punishing I think the podcasters. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, got, we've got some people who go to trial by wide and use the facilities and they don't necessarily behave in a way that one might like. And those three individuals, that is their sentence is to clean those toilets and return them to absolute cleanliness every day and then have to go and do it all again the next day. And for the first one, I'm going to make sure that she also has, with red felt tip pen written on her forehead, I'm stupid. And then the other two will have written on their foreheads with red felt tip pen, I'm I'm with stupid. stupid. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Everyone is clear oh, on no. who they are. Do you think we could sort of lower her sentence just slightly? Because like, you've painted the picture of the world's worst toilets. Maybe we could just have Christmas. Maybe she could just clean the toilets on an aircraft. Because, you know, after oh, a long God. flight, it, like, it's oh. like just Yeah, so let's just, she's got the light version. There's not necessarily feces on the, the, the floor. Let's just get. Hers needs to be less. Yeah, it? it's a little bit less. Yeah, so she can clean the, maybe we have like an aircraft, <laughs> an aircraft toilet in Child by Wine World. She can clean that. Ugh. You know what it's like by the end of the flight. You're like, oh, I really don't want to go. I don't yeah, want to yeah. go Yeah, yeah. No, I feel dirty and the toilet's even dirtier. And I just... And everyone's walking in there with their socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I'm very fortunate. I have a terrible thing where I um, I, I suffer from a dentist. So whenever I fly, like, my feet really swell up. So if we've got to get off a plane, I've actually got a, a long flight, particularly if I've got a know that I've got to walk or I want to go out, I want to look like someone who doesn't have massive cankles. I need to keep my feet either raised or and also ideally keep my shoes on. And that is a gift, frankly, because the idea of walking around in socks on a plane, yeah. on a plane. is something yeah. that makes me, you know, because, you know, when and obviously my kids are like, when I'm taking their socks off, I'm gagging. a handbag on a clean Probably not. Carla, if you do that going into the men's, if they've tried to stand up in the plane gross, whilst gross. they're weeing, gross. invariably it'll be on the floor. So, you know, your, your mm, socks floor, yeah. would just be like a sponge yeah. I know, I've mopping seen it. that I know, up. I know, so. I know, I know. Nice. Yeah, enough about me. Sorry, guys. Good chat. That's eh? all right. And now down to city. Because, you know, I was sort of thinking she she did this thing and she created even more trauma for these individuals in a time that was already incredibly fraught for them. So I was like, you know, what would be an adequate crime for her on that? And I was thinking about Paul sending her diving into a giant pool of used sanitary napkins. And, oh, and I was thinking about you saying she had to give money to someone. But I think, I think if I look at the images of her, she's very motivated also by what she looks like. She's very pretty, as I mentioned earlier. Pretty city. I think we're going to give her a really shit haircut. Uh, We (laughs) are going to remove her... False eyelashes. False eyelashes. (laughs) No, access to funds for anything that is fashionable or attractive. She's going to have to wear the grandparents' outfits we talked about at the beginning before Granny's got cool. Cool. Before my mum looked so stunning in her 80s. Chic, that's the word we're looking for. Yeah, and in point of fact, we might even, I'm sure I could maybe find a pair of hard yakka denim shorts with a belt and um, a polo top and that's what she's allowed to wear for the rest of her life and have a bad haircut, no makeup, no nails, no luxury items of any sort because I bet that's what she was going to spend that money on. Could you, I love it, could you you also add uh, an irreversible botched plastic surgery job? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, <laughs> on her face. On, yeah, yeah. Because after all, she is a bitch face. Where she can't so, hide it. Yeah. yeah. Something to do Maybe with her lips. Or a bad nose job. Or, yeah. Remember know, a, cat a droopy side of her mouth. Yes. Resting we- bitch face. Yeah, or oh, Bell's palsy. That yeah. Would, that would um, Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, too far. Move on. Cheers. Touch too far. I mean, you started out saying you felt that her three years was a bit excessive, yeah, and then yeah, it ended can... with um, Bell's palsy. Well, so, no, I feel you know, I... sometimes you confuse me. <laughs> no, but in terms of the crime, I think the three years. But I think in terms of punishing her for who she is and how yeah. how just what an all round shit bloke, bloke she is. Yeah. I just yeah. want her punished for that, and yeah, I'm happy with a permanent case of Bell's palsy. 
Okay. I will add, because I did look it up before while you were talking about it, the definition of blackmail has got nothing to do with, with whether or not you're successful. With black in or receiving. male? Oh. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing to do with whether or not you're successful. It's the act of uh, demanding money from someone or demanding something from someone uh, mm-hmm. with the intention of shaming them or, uh, you know. That's good to know. Them. So it, what she did is whether 100% blackmail whether she got yeah. a cent or not. Yeah, but I think yes. I think it's like theft. If you steal 50 bucks or you steal a million dollars, the crime, oh, sorry, the punishment should be worse. You, you know, it's not like it's a one size fits all. And if you commit blackmail yeah. and actually, the, so from the person who you're trying to commit blackmail against, um, if they become, they're more of a victim if they've given money than they are if they haven't given money. Yeah. So the the extent of the blackmail is bigger if they pay. And back to your question, Swanee, about black or male. It's originally a term from the Scottish borders, meaning payments rendered in exchange for protection from thieves and marauders. The male part of blackmail derives from Middle English, you know, what we say. How ye oldie-worldie. Ye oldie-worldie, yeah, yeah. people, how people what speak, they speak in, in trial by trial one by world, world and peasant world. Peasant world. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> understand that, yes. And it's spelt male as in M-A-L-E, meaning rental oh. tribute. There you go. So that's where the term comes from. Okay, so that is my story for today, or my stories for today. And again, I'd like to say thank you, Brownie, for bringing us a Christmas gift, otherwise Ooh. known as Leah Jeannot or whatever her name was. Thanks, Brownie. Thank and you. Um, thank you. thanks, Swanny and Clarky and our weekly guest, Wu. And as I say, every week, miss you already. Miss you more. <laughs> ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye, everyone. Arrivederci. Until next time. <laughs>